Why stop at four when I can give you five? Today, I've got five cards for you from your favorite sports. And I'm here to tell you which cards to buy, sell, or hold. This is The Forecast. Welcome to another episode of The Forecast. I'm Amber Wilson. Happy to be hanging out with you guys here on another Thursday. Now, last week you delivered under last week's episode. You suggested a bunch of players, a bunch of cards that you want to hear about on this week's episode of The Forecast. So make sure you do the same thing under this episode right here on YouTube. Go ahead and tell us who you want to hear about next week. So we went through the comments. We chose five cards that you guys wanted to hear about, all based on your suggestions. So today we've got some football, we've got some baseball, and we've got some basketball for you. But before I do any of that, I want to remind you, of course, that this episode of Sports Card Investor is brought to you by our friends at eBay, your number one spot for cards and collectibles. With the largest inventory of sports cards from basketball to soccer, and with buyers from all over the globe, eBay is the leading place to buy, sell, and invest your cards. All right, so let's hop right into the cards you wanted to hear about this week. And we're going to start with Nate's suggestion. He wanted to hear about Joel Embiid. Seems topical. The NBA playoffs are upon us, right? And Embiid and the 76ers, they're sitting at the one spot in the East. They did clinch that first seed in the East. And it's all thanks in large part to Joel Embiid's play this season. He has been absolutely on fire. I think he'd win the MVP if it wasn't for the time that he's missed. He has missed a lot of time this season with injury. Otherwise, I think he'd frankly be hands down MVP this season. I don't think he's gonna get it because he's only played in 51 games total this season. But that was enough to keep the 76ers in that one spot in the East. He's averaging when he has been on the court over 28 points per game over 10 boards, almost three assists per game, 51% shooting from the floor, 38% from three. So let's take a look at what's happening here with Joel Embiid's card in an MVP-like season with his team sitting on the top of the Eastern Conference headed into the playoffs. Look at it as 2014 Prism Base PSA 10. Now, over the last 30 days, his card is actually down 19%. I was shocked when I first pulled this up. And taking a look at his 2014 Prism Base Raw here, you're seeing as well, down 38% over that same time period. So I'm really surprised that in a season where Embiid is playing as well as he is, in a season where frankly the 76ers has been have been as good as they are, that this is what's been happening, Joel Embiid's card here over the last month as we head into the playoffs and as he is seemingly healthy now heading into these playoffs. So Jeff, what do we do with Joel Embiid? Do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? Joel Embiid has been one of my favorite sports card investments over the last few seasons. I've said on this channel several times that I feel his cards are undervalued. He almost had the 76ers winning the NBA championship two seasons ago. If it wasn't for an awesome Kawhi Leonard shot, the 76ers might have been your NBA champions. And here they are again in a number one seed, thanks to Joel Embiid's MVP-like performance for a lot of this season. 
but his card prices are down over the last 30 days. To me, Embiid is the type of player who could go far in the playoffs and see his cards rise as a result. I think right now is a very nice time to buy Joel Embiid cards. Now, Omar C wanted to hear about Drew Brees. And I think we might have talked about Brees right when he announced his retirement. But now Brees is going on to have a broadcasting career. He, of course, he signed with NBC. He is going to be on the call for games this upcoming season. We know he's going to be assigned to some Saints games this season with the NFL schedule released. That'll be fun to watch. And that also means that Drew Brees is going to stay in the public eye here. And when we're talking about players who go on to retire, even when they're legends, legendary careers tend to hold value in the card market. But at least in my opinion, the more that they're in your faces, the more visible the player stays throughout their retirement, whether that's a broadcasting career or a career in business or film or whatever that helps their value in the card market. So let's take a look here at Drew Brees' 2001 Bowman Base PSA 8. Now, his card is up 188% over the last year. If we look at his 2001 Topps Base Raw, which has about uh, over 1,200 uh, sales in the last year, same period of time, that card's up 60% over that same period of time. So Drew Brees' cards have certainly increased in value. I feel like they might continue to do that as he embarks on this NBC sports career. So Jeff, what do we do here with Drew Brees? Buy, sell, or hold? So I love Drew Brees, but right now I'm a sell on Drew Brees cards. And here's why. Some of his cards have actually gone up since he announced his retirement. Some have gone down. Not all of his cards have gone up. Some have gone down. However, now that he is retired, now that he's not gonna be playing games anymore, I have to look at the value of his cards and compare it to the relative value of other great recently retired quarterbacks or somewhat recently retired quarterbacks. Guys like Peyton Manning or guys like Brett Favre, for example. I put those guys in the Drew Brees category. And by the way, Peyton Manning's cards and Brett Favre's cards, they are down more than Drew Brees' cards over the course of the last 90 days. In fact, Peyton Manning's 1998 Bowman Base PSA 10 cards down 29% in the last 90 days. Brett Favre's 1991 Stadium Club PSA 10 card, it's down 28% in the last 90 days. For me, if I had Brees cards, I might sell right now and shift that money to some of those other players simply because I think you're getting a little better value. I love Brees. He's an all-time great, he's a Hall of Famer, but you can get a little better value elsewhere right now. So we did some basketball, we did some football. Let's talk a little baseball. Let's cover all of our bases, so to speak, pun intended. Elijah J, he wanted to hear about Aaron Judge. Now, Aaron Judge is finally healthy, right? That's the key to Aaron Judge. That's the key to the Yankees if Aaron Judge can stay healthy this season. Right now, he's currently tied for second in Major League Baseball with 12 homers. His most popular card on Market Movers is the Topps Chrome Base PSA 10. Bowman's popular, but it's down a bit. So let's take a look at his 2017 Topps Chrome Base PSA 10. Over the last 30 days I'm looking at here, Aaron Judge's card is up 37% in value. If we look at his 2017 Bowman Chrome Base PSA 10, 
over the last 30 days. That card is down 47% in value. Not as many sales as we'd like to see with that Bowman card. So now looking at Aaron Judge's 2013 Bowman Draft Base PSA 10, that's his very first Yankees card. That card is down 54% over the last 30 days. So Aaron Judge, uh, 12 homers, 24 ribbies, he's having a good season. He's healthy. He's the key to the Yankees' success this season. So Jeff, what do we do here with Aaron Judge's cards? Buy, sell, or hold? Aaron Judge's card prices confuse me. This guy's having a great season. He's really, really doing well. Looks to have returned to the form that so many people were excited about uh, when he was you know, young in his New York Yankees career. Yet his cards are down over the course of the season. That doesn't make sense to me when we're seeing other, other baseball players whose cards have really taken off and accelerated over the course of this season. And the Yankees, they're very competitive. They're doing really well. Now that entire AL East is stacked. All of the teams in the AL East, except for the Orioles, are doing great. So it's gonna be a tight run to the finish. But I love the idea of the Yankees in the postseason of Judge having some big games, hitting some big home runs, and that really just resurrecting fan interest in Judge and in his cards. Since they're down right now, seems to me like a good time to buy. So from one guy who's had some health woes in his baseball career to another, let's talk Buster Posey. That was a suggestion from Mike R. Now, Buster Posey, he opted out of the 2020 season because of the coronavirus pandemic. He had rough 2018 and 2019 seasons before that. He was coming off of that hip injury that I think he rushed back from. Frankly, he struggled to come back. However, enter 2021. Now he's 34 years old at this point, but he's having a bit of a resurgence of his career. Maybe that time off helped him. Maybe we're far enough removed now from that hip surgery. So this season, he's having a resurgence. Let's take a look at what's happening here with Buster Posey's card. Now everybody loves Bowman, but people buy Posey's tops far more often than they do Bowman. Of the 154 sales market movers has tracked over the last year, his tops base PSA 10 has sold 111 times and the PSA 9 accounted for 13 more times. So let's take a look at that 2010 tops base PSA 10. Now over the last 30 days, Buster Posey's card is up about 17% in value. I'm not surprised to see that since he's having a bit of a resurgence here in 2021 after some down years and difficult years with injuries. So Jeff, what do we do here with Buster Posey's card? Buy, sell, or hold? Who doesn't love Buster Posey's comeback? It's been great to watch. This guy was such an iconic player for so many years, but the last few seasons have been really, really rough on him. But here we are, he's back, he's just batting incredibly well. Now, one thing that's interesting though, he is of course fairly old right now in baseball terms. So he's getting so much rest that even though he's got an eye-popping incredible batting average, he's not actually eligible for the batting average crown because he doesn't have enough at bats, he's not playing enough. And that might continue to be the case this season. But regardless, San Francisco as a team is playing exceptionally well. They've got a great record. If this stays, they're obviously barreling towards the postseason. I can buy in to the Buster Posey hype and I can buy into this great feel good story. Hopefully it will continue all season long and into the playoffs. And if it does, I think now is still a good time to buy Buster Posey cards. 
So let's head back to football for a second. I'm going to talk another quarterback, but this is a guy just starting his career. We did Drew Brees earlier, certainly past his career, embarking on a new career at NBC. But this is a quarterback who I want to talk about now who's just really starting and embarking on his NFL career. And that is the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles Jalen Hurts. Now, Hurts is going to lead the way for the Eagles after the departure, of course, of Carson Wentz after they traded him away. So Nate wanted to hear also about Jalen Hurts on today's show. So let's do it. We know he was a second round pick out of Oklahoma. I was huge on Hurts actually coming out of college. Now, you know, he came out in last year's draft class along with Tua and Herbert and Burrow. And compared to those three guys, Jalen Hurts didn't get nearly as much love. Of course, not uh, touted nearly as highly in terms of a draft pick. He goes in the second round. I wanted the Dolphins as a Dolphins fan to get crazy and draft Tua with that fifth pick in that draft that they had. And then they had a ton of picks in that draft. So I still wanted them to then go draft Jalen Hurts in the second round of that draft because you gotta get that quarterback position right. And I felt pretty good about Jalen Hurts. Philly ends up picking him up. They felt pretty good about Jalen Hurts. Carson Wentz at the time, big question mark, a difficult career there in Philadelphia that had completely flamed out after the entrance of Jalen Hurts. So they end up turning their attention to Jalen Hurts. Hopefully they can save that team. Hopefully he can be the savior there because they are in a difficult position after paying Carson Wentz way too much money. But they were able to trade Wentz away. So now Hurts gets the nod. He appeared in 15 games as a rookie. He completed 52% of his passes. Uh, over a thousand yards, six touchdowns. He did have four interceptions. He also rushed for another three touchdowns. Now, what's interesting here about Jalen Hurts is I mentioned that he was in that Herbert Burrow to a rookie class and that those were the dudes who got all the attention because those are your first round quarterbacks coming out of that draft class. So Jalen Hurts' cards compared to those dudes, much, much more affordable. So Maybe Jalen Hurts presents a possible value play here when you compare him to the Herberts and Burrows in the world, especially if you feel decent about Jalen Hurts' chances of actually panning out here in the NFL. So let's take a look at Jalen Hurts' 2020 Prism Base PSA 10. Now, over the last month, his card is down 1% in value. That means it's flat, basically. There's been very little movement in terms of value on Jalen Hurts' cards. But if you look at how much cheaper his card is than those other quarterbacks in the same class, and I think we know Herbert and Burrow are panning out as quarterbacks. Obviously, Burrow suffered a big injury, so I don't know what he's going to look like after that, but certainly we liked what we saw from him before the injury. Justin Herbert, I think you probably feel the best at uh, out of that class so far. Tua's still a big question mark. I mean, I'm saying that as a Dolphins fan. Two was a big question mark. So, hey, Jalen Hurts is a question mark as well, but that's not necessarily bad if Jalen Hurts is more of a value play. So, Jeff, what do we do here with Jalen Hurts' cards? Do you believe in his future? Buy, sell, or hold? So, buying into Jalen Hurts is a bit of a risk because I don't know that we've seen enough from this guy to really feel 100% secure that he's the long-term solution at quarterback for the Eagles. Maybe he is. To me, buying Jalen Hurts right now is a bit of a speculative play. Are you going to bet on him? Or are you going to bet on Burrow, who's looking like he's coming back for the first game, or Tua down in Miami? There's question marks kind of surrounding a lot of these guys, and, and he's in that class. Um, what I will say is that we've seen a lot of football cards dip in price since the NFL draft. Over the last few weeks, there has been a general dip in the football card market. 
Jalen Hurts prices though, haven't dipped that much yet because there's still a lot of excitement surrounding him. If you're thinking about buying Jalen Hurts, I would give it a few weeks. Let's see what his prices do. You might get him to dip a little bit more before you buy. At the moment for me, I'm just a hold on Jalen Hurts. So there you have it. We brought you five cards today from across sports, all dudes you wanted to hear about. So keep it coming. Don't forget to let us know who you want to hear about next week as well. We'll credit you if we pick one of your card suggestions. And as always, guys, thanks for watching. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell icon if you haven't done so already. And of course, happy investing.